0: Hello friends, Uncle Marv here with another episode of the IT Business Podcast and I am live at IT Nation Connect in Orlando, Florida. As I mentioned earlier, I said I might be able to get to do some live podcasts while here and that has happened. So right now I am joined by Ted Roller, CEO of Get Channeled and a whole bunch more. So let's get into it. Ted, how are you? I'm doing it. excellent. Glad to be here. Oh, so we've been trying to hook up for what, two
1: years now? It's, <laughs> it, it, If a dating app was uh, trying to connect us,
0: they, we would have fired them by now. It's, it's yeah. not right. Uh, we see each other at all the events, and uh, it's always like ships passing in the night, and you're busy, I'm busy. But uh, we're here. I got you. So, first of all, what's been happening? Uh, I mean, lots of good stuff in the channel, lots of good stuff for
1: Get Channeled. Um, just as a little bit of background, I own a company called Get Channeled, and I was an MSP for 15 years, and now Get Channeled works with early-stage vendors and helps them build their channel program so that the MSPs who work with them can easily engage, adopt, and be successful with their products and services. Um, it's been an incredibly rewarding business for me. And we've been doing it for 10 years now. It's sort of amazing. But uh, uh, it's it's rewarding because I get to see MSPs succeed with vendor products much, much quicker and have an impact on their business, their revenue, their bottom
0: line. So, of course, let me just go ahead and ask that elephant question. I'm here because I was covering the Pitch It program all year and we culminated with the, the winners yesterday. How similar or how different is what you do different than what ConnectWise is doing with the Pidget program?
1: Um, we're we're a catalytic engine for growth for the SaaS companies who are coming into the channel. So when we engage, we actually get out in front of the customers. I use FlexPoint as an example. FlexPoint came into the market with a payment solution that also allows for funding uh, receivables for MSPs. So it takes takes cost out of the conversation, but we had to tell that story well to the MSP community. So we built an event presence, we built a sales motion, we figured out how to tell the story and how to position the product and that's really important to build the product so that it was very very simple for MSPs to use which focuses on all the integrations, all the capabilities, how helping MSPs tell the story to their customers. I mean like that's it's all big stuff and it's things that people generally don't think about on the way into this channel has really helpful that
0: way. no we don't a lot of those things come after the fact and since most of us are techs we don't think about the business side of nope. things so <laughs> that's great that you're helping us to do that and i did see uh the booth that FlexPoint had i can't remember if i grabbed any swag or not but i I blew right by. I'll have to go back and visit today.
1: Yeah, you need to because we're giving away, um, I mean, they're not out yet, but we're giving away an Apple
0: VR headset. They mentioned that. Yeah. And I'm not a VR guy, so I think I probably said something to the effect of, I don't think I'd use them. But to the credit of the person at the booth, she said, well, if you win them, you can sell them.
1: It's a $3,400 product. It's not inexpensive. So for those MSPs who are out there listening to this, get over to the FlexPoint booth and get signed up. It's uh, that, would be, that
0: would be something killer. Man, fantastic. Yeah, I may steal it, but... <laughs> All right, uh, so helping MSPs now, I mean, that has kind of been the focus of a lot of the education that we've been pushing at the conferences that we've been asking for and stuff, and um, and that's something that it seems that you're super passionate about is helping us because we need it.
1: I was I'm Marvin. You may or may not know this. I, in 1992, I started my IT services company in Dayton, Ohio, and I grew it to I don't know roughly about a six million dollar MSP and merged with my largest competitor. Sold it in 2006. When uh, and then took a year off and, and refound my sanity, which was absolutely necessary at the time. Uh, But either way, when I started working on the dark side of the channel with vendors, uh, I never felt like I was being true to what I thought was my calling, which is helping MSPs be more successful. And I never wanted to bill an MSP for anything. I never wanted to charge them for anything. I wanted to be valuable without being a cost. And eventually the idea of Get Channeled just spoke to me because it, it gave me the opportunity to help the vendors do something they were willing to pay people for. It gave me the opportunity to give the MSPs a path that just made sense. We won't build a channel program for anybody who isn't 100% channel focused. We won't build a channel program for anybody who doesn't have their partner's best interests in mind. We, we turn people away all the time because you know, there are a lot of vendors out there that are not
0: MSP-focused, well, and I want to be MSP-focused. I was gonna say, there are there are a lot, and there's probably half in my stack, that <laughs> even if they started out being MSP-focused, they're not now, No, and it's frustrating.
1: It's hard to stay on that line for vendors. I mean, there's a lot of pressure from the VCs, there's a lot of pressure from PE firms, there's a lot of pressure from other vendors, and, and, and dollars, you know, this industry, uh, in some ways in a wonderful way, in some ways in a s- sort of sad way, has become more revenue-generating focus than it ever was 10, 20 years ago. And while that's something I think we all aspired to for the industry 20 years ago, boy, I wish there was more money coming in to help us build better products and so on and so forth, the reality of today is you have to be very, very careful and pick vendors that have your best interest
0: at in heart and are driving for partnership, not just driving for your dollars. That That does seem hard to do, especially with the... When the money comes in big, they get to dictate a lot of things. And that, that's what makes it so horrifying for us as MSPs. But I, I get it. Uh, I, I, too, I'm on the fence. A lot of times I'm happy to see the money coming in. I'm happy to see the tech se- uh, sector, in a sense, getting some respect. I think that's the way I see it.
1: I, you know? When COVID happened and the and our industry, specifically MSPs, Became an essential industry. That was a, a banner day for me. I was mm. like, "Wow, we are considered a valuable part of the infrastructure of the country, and, and to a greater degree, the world." And that just speaks to the value this industry is adding to to the greater.
0: That part is of the an thing. interesting time frame. I know we've all talked about that and how the world seemed to f- pivot and. Be- not only did they become more reliant on what we did, they actually started to, re- like that word respect again, <laughs> you know, it was something like, oh, now I like my IT guy.
1: Right, <laughs> right, way. yeah. I mean, if you had a relationship, I had this conversation again and again a few years ago, if you had a relationship with an IT guy, with your MSP, that you, and you had, you know, sent them a card at Christmas and treated them well, MSPs were suddenly in absolute demand for the first time ever, and you had, that relationship became absolutely valuable to the end user, and that was a great thing. And I hope every MSP that benefited from that realized their value as an organization is much, much higher, especially at times of crisis, than maybe they think it is mm-hmm. on a day-to-day basis. It's
0: a better competitive position than we've ever been in before. Well, that's great. Fantastic. So how are things for you here at IT Nation? Um, I love this show. This is my
1: 14th, God, I'm getting old, um, 14th IT Nation. I was, you know, Facebook reminds you of, like. Of course, oh, yeah. yeah like,
0: Your friendships and uh, you were here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this day, 14 years ago, look at you. you were drunk in a bar. Anyway, no, I wasn't. But um, I, I love this show. I love the, uh, the history and camaraderie. And uh, I think ConnectWise has done an amazing job before anybody else had had the opportunity to build community inside the IT channel and community around being better and being more successful. And so I see people here, Israel Lang is an example. I saw him yesterday. He was an MSP in Indiana, which was close to me, and then he went to work for ConnectWise and was part of the HTG group and is now a consultant for MSPs. But I only see him one time a year, and I love that guy. Like, he's amazing. He's a wealth of knowledge, and uh, and that's what happens here. I mean, it's great for our vendors. It's great for everybody to engage and learn and get better. Um, but I guess for me, having been around this industry for 30-plus years, it's also a great place to see old friends and, uh, and remember the good old
0: days as well as celebrate the new days. It is. It is good. Just so old friends, you, you mentioned I uh, got recognized by a sales rep when I was with them like 15 years ago, maybe 20. And she was at the booth... Because her company got bought, and she was the sales manager for them now. And I was just flying by, and she looked at my badge. And she goes, wait a minute, I know you. You bought from me X number of years ago. And I'm like, first of all, wow. <laughs> but uh, it's great, uh, the relationships that we have throughout uh, throughout the years here.
1: Along those lines, I'll tell you a quick story. Um, was in, I was in Columbus at a roadshow a few weeks ago, and... Uh, Neither here nor there, but I've lost a lot of weight since uh, since I own my MSP. And I'm up speaking in front of the audience for Cloud Radio, and I'm looking out in the audience, and this one of the one of the MSPs out in the audience keeps looking at me weird. And I thought, man, he looks familiar. He worked for me for three years. <laughs> wow. And he, when I, when they introduced me, Ted Roller, he didn't recognize me. I looked very you were very different. A different Ted yeah, Roller. I had hair and not as many wrinkles and a lot more weight. And he was like, he, he didn't he didn't, he just looked looked right through me and didn't. I don't know that guy, but when he they announced me, he's like Ted Roller. I you know I worked for him for three years wow. and had a great conversation. And it's just that's the kind of stuff that you know it's just it's just really cool hmm. and. Right. Makes doing this job fun. So
0: you mentioned FlexPoint earlier. Are there any other companies that we should start paying attention to? Yeah,
1: too. If you're not paying attention to Cloud Radio, and a lot of people are, there are over a thousand MSPs who are working with Cloud Radio today, and that number is growing at a feverish pace. Uh, you need to pay attention, whether it's Cloud Radio or one of Cloud Radio's competitors. Building the relationship with your customers that more mirrors an Amazon or a Delta where your customers can get information and uh, interaction with you without having to pick up the phone and talk to a human being where they can just click on their desktop and submit a ticket, onboard a person, get training, do all those things. That's the expectation of the MSP of tomorrow and more and more MSPs are working that way. And I, literally everybody that comes up to the booth is, I love this product. I, I can't imagine life without it. Now, it's powerful and it is changing the way MSPs actually communicate with their customers. And that's awesome. There's one more that is uh, a pre-launch right now, but I'm really excited about it. It's called Uncompromised. Um, it is, uh, I'll try and make this, shorten this. It is a lifelock type of opportunity that is built around the security posture that MSPs provide for their corporate customers, but it is aimed at the customer's employees. Because when you think about it, the weakest link is always the the link that creates the problem from a security perspective. And MSPs have no way whatsoever to influence the individual who's working at home. And let's face it, there are a ton of individuals working at home. And what they do at home that is not necessarily managed from a security perspective by the MSP can still create a problem for the MSP and for their customer. Right. This opportunity doesn't cost the MSPs a dime because it's not, it's, there's, there's no cost, there's no, they don't have to sell it. All they have to do is offer it to their customers, their customers help their employees roll it out. And over time, there's a revenue opportunity on the back end for the MSPs that requires nothing more than saying, hey, let's
0: upgrade your security posture, lower your surface area, and make you a little more effective. That sounds absolutely interesting. I had a conversation on the drive up here with another uh, provider that was trying to figure out if they put a firewall in the office or if they put an agent on all of the laptops and mobile devices because the client that they were working for they're rarely in the office, and they were trying to figure out how to protect all those devices, especially when half of them were BYOD. Yeah. So they're not company-owned devices. And we we had probably a 30-minute conversation on you know possible solutions. So I'm going to basically make note of Uncompromised. Are they here today?
1: They're not here today. Okay. They're
0: they're we're,
1: we're actually building out the go-to-market plan for 2024. Okay. Uh, Julie, who works with me, is building their plan right now. And it's going to be amazing. I mean, it's going to there's so much fatigue dollar related fatigue around security products i mean you can buy security products all day long here and deploy them all day long here and you still won't get to the end zone of i never have to worry about or think about anything else it's just the nature of security but the idea of being able to just give something to your clients and create a better posture without having to really do much of anything but fix a problem that you're gonna face like, this is the next problem from a security perspective. Everybody going home was not something the security industry anticipated. Right.
0: And here we are. So, All right. So we are definitely going to have to get back together. I'm going to make a note to be on you so that as soon as that starts to come out, you come on the show and we talk about it. We can talk about other stuff, too. Uh, but that gives us a reason to make this happen again. Awesome. Well, it's... About- overjoyed to do it. All enjoyed right. it. Ted, thanks for breaking away for a little bit and coming up here. We're in a little hideaway. I uh, appreciate it. We finally got together and look forward to having you back. Likewise. I look, look forward, forward to it <laughs> as well. All right. That's going to do it, folks, for this episode. We'll be back soon. If I can find another person here from IT Nation. See you later. Holla.